Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Welcome friends to another r/I don't work your lady video. If it isn't too much work to ask, could you hit the like and subscribe buttons down below? Also, I've set up a channel membership just in case you want to show your support and help keep story time going for as long as possible. So if you love my videos or want to have your comments shown like this one by Phantasm, click the join button below this video. That said, our first story of the day is by Matrucius. Karen landed me a potential future job. When I was younger, around 14, I always wore collar t-shirts, often used as uniforms at most electronic stores. I had just started a simple job elsewhere and was going to use my savings and first payment to buy my first self-built gaming computer. So I was in a computer electronics store trying to learn and make a few plans. Doing this as efficiently as possible, I like to get hands on and it helps me think and plan better. As it was crouching over components, like Gollum trying to select my own components for the very first time, this lady comes up to me and try to get my attention. Me hunching over, knee deep in my own thoughts, she asked me if I work here. As focused as I was, it slightly startled me and I jumped up and only managed to come up with a short, um, as I was going to ask her what she just said, not being able to make out the question she just asked. She continued to ask me if I could help her and I don't blame her considering my appearance. Me just having entered the job market, I'd received some service experience and figured I might as well. The question probably couldn't be that hard, right? I say, uh, yeah, sure, what do you need? She says, I'm trying to find a laptop for my son, but I'm completely lost. Seems fair enough, and a reasonable question to ask anyone with my appearance, regardless of me working there or not. I say, oh, okay, were you thinking school laptop or general use? She says, well, it's more of a gaming laptop, really. I say, oh, okay, do you have a budget? Or any other information that might be useful making a decision? She says, yeah, I have a budget of insert mid-tier budget here, and I know he plays Team Fortress 2 and Roblox. Having just spent a few weeks learning and recently acquiring the knowledge of what parts are important for what, I could confidently answer. I say, oh great, that doesn't necessarily require the most expensive computer on the market. Have you looked at any options? The lady, getting a slightly frustrated tone, says, no, that's what I came here to ask about. I say, well, have you looked at any of the laptops displayed at the section over there? Pointing at the two rows of demo laptops closer to the registers. The lady getting even more frustrated says, no, I have no idea what I would be looking for. That's why I came over to ask. I say, okay, I'm sorry. Well, anything between a lower amount than budget and your budget would probably have what you need. Just look for relevant specs at the time and it would be more than enough for him. She asks, can you join me so I'm sure? Figuring at this point, it shouldn't be a considerably longer interaction and I could get back to my things, just point out three different options at different prices and I could leave. So I accompany her over to the laptop section. She says, okay, so which ones would be an option? I point to three different laptops. I make an effort to explain the differences in a short but precise manner. After concluding, I consider myself done. I say beyond that, you could really just pick based on your budget. As I'm about to leave, she says, 
So what can you do on pricing here? I, quickly realizing the mistake that has just happened, said, Oh, I'm sorry, I think there's a misunderstanding. I don't... She says, Oh, come on, I know you guys have some leeway on the prices. What's the best you can do? I say, No, no, you see... She says, Oh, don't you dare be more condescending than you were earlier. That should account in the price, too. Probably referring back to when she was getting flustered in the first place. Me, a bit taken aback about what just happened, said, I don't... She says, oh, but I know you do. I know I can get a better one if you just work out whatever you have to. What about that one? Could we do 20% here? That seems reasonable. I say, you have to talk to... She says, fine, direct me to your supervisor, but you're coming with me. I say, I don't work here. She says, what do you mean? Why else would you be helping me? Now, come on, let's bring this to the register and get something done. As we proceed to the checkout, which was rather close, she's literally dragging my tiny little body along as I make an effort to explain the mishap. When we then get to the register and a worker sees this lady literally trying to push me behind the counter, they ask what's going on. The lady says, well, this young man is going to honor his word and sell me this laptop at a 20% discount. The worker says, oh, he doesn't work here. She says, well, why has he been helping me and promised me a 20% discount then? Your company's now responsible to keep that. I say, I try to tell you I don't work here and she cuts back in. Whatever the case is, I'll have this laptop for this price. The worker says, I don't know what happened over there, but worker continue to explain what's about to happen next. I manage to slide away as I see a manager approach. From what I could make out as I'm lingering in the area, trying to get back to my things, the lady got upset and left in a bit of a hurry. As I was getting back to my things, the manager approached me, and me thinking I was in trouble, I was about to apologize for making the lady think I worked there. He assured me I had nothing to worry about, and he had in fact watched me deal with this situation, and told me some customers are like that with the real employees too. He apparently admired the way I explained things to her and asked if I ever needed a place to work. I'd be welcomed back. I appreciated it, finished my planning, and left. Honestly, if I was in that manager's position, I would say the same thing to a kid like that too. If you were running a store and you saw an employee take on a customer, walk them through everything they needed, and basically execute a sale to the best of their ability, would you be willing to give somebody like that a job on the spot? Let me know what you think in the comments down below. Our next story of the day is by OldZoomy2020, The Religious Event. Many decades ago, when I was just a young soldier, I was serving overseas in a NATO country. There is a major, once in a century, event coming up in the town I was stationed. As the town expected a large influx of tourists for the event, the town requested any military personnel who spoke both English and the local language to volunteer as guides. I love this town. It was the first place in my life where I felt home. I spoke the language, I had local friends, I committed that sin of going native in military terms. I felt more local than I did American. Volunteering for this event seemed like the right fit. Cheerfully I did. In this country, people did not dress non-conservatively in public at the time. They did not eat while walking in public. The influx of tourists was a bit of a shock especially the Americans in their short shorts, sandals, tank tops, just not done by the somewhat conservative local standards. Still, I answered cheerfully lots of questions and got a lot of compliments about my English. Um, yeah, I'm American, so... Until the Buffazilla appeared. 
She was 300 pounds to my 125. Just on sight, she terrified me. Gigantic everything from hair to bright red painted toenails sticking out of her flip-flops. She spied my guide badge and cornered me, yelling as people always do when they assume you don't understand their language at normal volume. She spat, Me hungry, where me eat? Wordlessly, I pointed at the McDonald's behind her and the Wendy's down the street. Oh gosh, thank you so much, she responded in a now chirpy cheerleader voice. Some of the locals muttered, what the heck was that? I just shrugged and headed to a proper local bar. She scared me way more than the Soviets ever did. I'm just imagining OP gets back to America after spending time in the military. They start talking to some people, telling stories of their time, and they say, what's the scariest thing you saw while you were out there? And they start telling people the scariest thing they saw while deployed was a 300-pound American in a different conservative country. Definitely not an expected answer. This next story is by not a bot right now. It was me. I was the lady, and it's time I confessed. Picture this 20 plus years ago in the downtown area of a metropolitan city. I was late for a work thing at the downtown convention hall, mostly irritable. I was about 20 years old at the time. A personal assistant to a really annoying woman, but this one is all on me. I drove into the parking garage next to the convention hall. There was a driveway heading up to the next level with one of those stand-up signs stating event parking so-and-so amount of money. No idea how much, probably about $10. Right next to the sign was a woman. I pulled up, rolled down my window, and basically shoved cash at her. She starts to say, wait, I... But I cut her off. I don't have time. I'm late, and it's the right amount. And I drove up the ramp to see a booth and a gate across the drive. And a lady in the booth asks me for the money. I said, but I already paid... Crap. I've never forgotten what an absolute idiot I was at that precise moment. She even tried to tell me, but I don't work here, lady. Starting today, I'm learning from this story. If there's ever a time where I gotta spend my money, I'm gonna take my time and make sure it's being spent right. Although to be fair, I feel like that is kind of something I probably should have been already ensuring happens. All I know is I definitely do need to be more wise with my money sometimes. Our next story is by Darkness in the Deep. I don't work for Ralph's? Never mind, I guess I do. I got off work at midnight and I wanted food for home. So I go to Ralph's grocery store, Kroger's, since they're open till 2am. I'm anxious to get in and out because I'm tired. I'm power walking around, grabbing what I need, listening to music, in my own little world. I get followed and asked by two different people in separate instances if I work there and to help them find a certain item. They had to wave me down. First time, I give a weird stare and say, I don't work here. The second time, I look down at myself, the food in my basket, and back at them. How do I look like I work here? I politely ask them. They say, oh, you don't work here? I wasn't wearing a uniform. I was wearing a casual, unbuttoned, light red flannel, Star Wars t-shirt, and blue jeans. I'm carrying a handbasket with food. I got earbuds in, blasting loud music. Rouse employees wear all black. Usually black t-shirts, black pants, and black shoes. They're the first thing you see when you enter. Honestly, I have no clue. Maybe they assumed because it was late at night that maybe the uniform is more lax? I don't know. I think in general there must have just been a great lapse in judgment here. Our next story is by Ava Stevens 1. All I need is a freaking beer. My husband played tennis at a club near our house. This particular evening, I decided to tag along and hang out in the clubhouse with the viewing area. 
I was getting ready to take the GMAT exam for grad school, so I'm sitting there half watching my husband and scanning my study book. Jerk tennis player comes in from the courts and announces to me that he needs a beer. I say, okay, sounds good to me. When the bartender returns, they can get it for you. The jerk tennis player walks up to me and barks, go get me a beer. I say, I don't work here. They say, Jesus, all I want in my life is a freaking beer and you won't get off your butt and get me one. I say, call your wife. Other tennis players say, she's Bob's wife and she doesn't work here. Jerk tennis player and other tennis players start arguing. He's stomping around the clubhouse yelling about his beer. I'm still sitting now with my feet propped up because I'm not moving. The jerk tennis player still yelling says, you gonna get me my beer? I say, the one that you need? He says, yeah. I say, still don't work here and while I'm one to talk, but buddy, if you need a beer that bad, you need to reevaluate your choices and work on your critical listening skills. This is going on while the chorus of other tennis players are A. Defending me B. Insisting that I don't work there C. Telling him to stop yelling at me and D. She's Bob's wife. He stormed out of the clubhouse back to the court and never apologized. Every time I saw him from that point on, I'd say to him, still don't work here. If he was across the room, I would announce it loudly. The people who were there would chuckle. Considering this guy was just dead set on being an absolute jerk from top to bottom, anytime OP sees them saying, still don't work here, and being a jerk right back to them, completely understandable in my book. And our final story of the day is by Sam G461A. Why would you call a neighboring store? To set the scene, I work at a gas station that's next to a McDonald's. The McDonald's is supposed to be 24 hours like us, but they've been struggling with staffing and have been closed a lot. Like most of the day, they're drive through only and they close out completely at night, but never at the same time. They keep coming out with new schedules, but don't follow them. So anyway, I'm serving some customers at the cash register at this gas station and the phone rings. I answer it and the man on the other end asks if the McDonald's next door is open. I say that I don't know. He asks why don't I know. I reply that I don't work there and that he should call them to ask, not the business next door. He then had the audacity to ask me if I could go check for him if they're open. I said no and he asked why not. I told him it was because I was at work doing my job and couldn't just leave. He then got upset and said that he tried calling them but they weren't picking up. I said, well, that sounds like they're closed then, doesn't it? And hung up on him. I had to have this stupid conversation while serving my actual customers who just want to be in and out quickly because it's a convenience store. I swear to god, people are so entitled. It's not my job to go check if the businesses around me are open just because you want a burger at 9pm. I would say that it's not outrageous to call a business and be like, hi, I'm sorry to bother you, would you have happened to have noticed whether or not the store next door is open? And at the same time, I do think some kind of slightly snarky reply is justified like, I don't know, you should call them, how would I know, blah blah blah. But I feel like if that was left there and that was the extent, it wouldn't have been that bad. But asking them to leave their store to go next door and check? That's just crossing the line and you're asking for way too much there, buddy. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. So of all these stories I've read today, which is your favorite and why? Let me know in the comments down below. 
And if you haven't yet, if you could like and subscribe, that would mean a lot to me. Whatever you do, whether it's liking, subscribing, turning notifications on, all of it helps grow this channel and I appreciate the heck out of it. So until next time, I'll see you all tomorrow with some more stories. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.